1: Gentlemen, welcome to Episode 8, Volume 7 of the Fantasy Formula, your number one podcast for everything fantasy football in the world. Guys, last week, week one, I'll tell you over here at the Fantasy Formula studio, one of our dynamic duo is very happy and the other is very... Very sad. <laughs> Hank, are you the very happy one or the very sad? It's not one? good
0: over here, man. No, it's not good. my My weekend, my fantasy weekend, just did not play out the way I needed it to play out. So uh, had a bad had a bad beat on Sunday, but hey, it's early. It's early,
1: and that's the great thing about fantasy football, Hank. It is very early, and. Just because you
0: you see what's going, on. you ought to see. The people can't necessarily see what's going on, but you are wrestling with that mic. I'm pretty sure Hello? that thing is important Hello? to it.
1: Okay, I, this. Will, <laughs> hey, JJ, can you hear me? That's our producer. My good, my thing just fell off. Is that all right? Okay, sorry, sorry, studio audience, sir. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. We're back on um, on track now. But hey, so what I was explaining, week one it was a tough one for you all right it was a it was a real tough one however you've got nowhere else to go but up right now
0: <laughs> that's for sure that's for sure because it was awful
1: yeah just think or be happy you're not one of the guys who had david johnson and we'll talk about this a little bit later but out for 2 to 3 months, months. wow months and he's everybody's number 1 pick so yeah
0: yeah mm. i mean that that's a bad that's a bad thing to run into week 1 week 1 you Ooh. know it's bad because you really because you know that person was Picking number one, maybe two, maybe if they went Levy maybe they did. But sure. if that's your, you are resting a lot of your chips in one basket.
1: Absolutely. And what do you do? We'll get through this. Aboard? Would you just cut him? Would you wait? Like you got to wait. You would wait. What if? What if it was three months? That's week fourteen. Well, we don't, and we only played a week. 14, don't we? Don't start <laughs> yeah, playoffs? So we? Cut, him, cut him. At this <laughs> so point. So he would have to be gone. But if he was two months and guaranteed to be back in two months, you would keep him on your bench?
0: Probably. I mean, it just kind of depends. <laughs> yeah. It depends. Do you have his handcuff, you know? And right. what kind of injury is it's, it? Sh-
1: who's got his handcuff? They don't even know who his handcuff is right now. Chris Johnson. I don't even know who the other person oh, would be.
0: There's going to be some handcuffing oh, coming the, up. Yeah, I can tell you that right to now. Down. There's gonna be going some, down on the way. Somebody wire. better be spending big money to get that cat.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hey. Well,
0: if you don't mind, please can we can we break some kind of big news? Yes,
1: breaking news! Breaking news! Go for it, Hank. Hey?
0: Yeah, I think you know uh, one of the the good things about coming in here is we get to use this beautiful studio, and um, we have people like uh, these producers that uh, use their magic to edit the the, uh, the the conversation that we have. That it's actually it, it, it a, needs a lot of editing, a legitimate yes. show, but and it takes money. And um, one of the things that uh, has happened over the weekend is the sock factory, which is here in town, yes all right, has decided to be a sponsor of our show now i think they 're wow. sponsoring two shows, wow, but most importantly it 's a
1: fantasy form of course it is Hank.
0: um and uh you know the good thing about the sock factory is we are friends with some of the the gentlemen that own this factory, and uh it 's kind of really neat to see it's, um it was started in 1975, uh, by their dad and, you know, during textiles, hard times, they did whatever they could to get it to the point where they needed it to be and really have soared. I mean, soared. And they have three separate, um, socks that they are actually, uh, are kind of their flagship one being crazy compression. Uh, I don't know if you really know the kind of craze that's happened with compression socks with recovery for athletes, mm-hmm. um, but they they have these crazy compression socks, which are really cool. They're doing them in different colors, and they're really not even doing that much promoting. They're selling them uh, kind of organically right. through Facebook and stuff like that, which is really cool. The other is William Tucker, which is named after uh, one of the gentleman's sons, uh, two sons, and they are dress socks with a twist yes and i love them because they're named after athletes and friends of theirs mm-hmm. and uh different communities in catawba county which are really cool
1: i own several pairs of the william tuckers they are i always get a compliment too like if i'm in a lobby or something right somebody will say man those are cool socks yeah yeah i'll say go check them out williamtucker.com
0: that's right there you go and the last one's fit sock. That's kind of their flagship one. It's like if you're, you know, I'm a runner and I, I run in nothing else but Fit Sock for a number of reasons. They're great. Um, you know, their comfort-wise is incredible. They'd probably burn down my house if I wore anything else. <laughs> but um, they're incredible socks. And um, the biggest thing is, is that now you can go online and buy all three of these at thesockfactory.com. Oh, okay. And if you're in the area, you com. can actually go and buy them at the factory, too.
1: Yes, very talented folks over there designing the socks, creating the socks. Everything they do over there is first-class, top-notch, so... Thank you, Sock Factor. We thank greatly you. appreciate your sponsorship. And to any of our listeners, if you guys want to be a sponsor of the Fantasy Formula, please don't hesitate to reach out to Hank or I. You can reach us, uh, again, via facsimile at <laughs> 888-732-WIN or our website, <laughs> www.themesh.tv. Contact us. There's a little button right there. You can say you want to be a sponsor. Or shoot, email us, info at tv. Let us know what you think. We'd love to have you as a sponsor. Again, Sock Factory, thank you you to you that is big news man. that is big news you know many moons ago when I, our first year addison was uh the other co-host we had a sponsorship from a brewing company oh good yes, gosh and it was pretty awesome I, the sponsorship consisted of them sending us basically just free beer can we drink <laughs> on, on air Well, we did that year, buddy. (laughs) We did that year. Now I just need a vodka distillery to become a sponsor and then send us all the vodka we need, and I would be in hog heaven, my friend, hog heaven. So let's talk a little bit about this weekend. Sure. Before we jump into the football stuff. So it was a pretty interesting week around Hickory, North Carolina. We had a tremendous showing for the Hickory Auto Lawn. It was the fifth annual car show in Hickory, and— I've got to tell you, man, you were there. Yeah, incredible It weather. was the best one I think we've ever had. The weather was great. The crowd participation, it seemed like there were more people there. The people that brought their vehicles, it seemed like there were maybe not as many, but I don't know. It just—it was a really good vibe. So I was on stage doing my thing, and at least eight to ten people that were there at the show came up from Florida or Georgia right. or South Carolina right. getting away from the hurricane. Yeah. So they were – they were staying in Hickory to get away and happened to hear about the auto lawn and just came to walk around and hang out. So it was good to see them. This one couple, their house was in Naples and they left Friday. I think their Naples got hit pretty hard. Maybe it's not as hard as they anticipated, but it right. still got hit pretty hard. So they had no idea if their house was still there. Gosh. Yeah. That'd be a very tough feeling. But, um, uh, anyway, it looks like everybody's made it through Florida's a disaster area. Right. I, I hear the Keys got just leveled. Jennifer's yeah. supposed to my wife's supposed to be going there on a 40th birthday trip for her sister next month and the hotel that was there, I don't think it's there anymore. Oh my gosh. I think it's gone. Yes, yeah, oh so anyway, gosh. they're going to have to check all that stuff out, but hopefully everyone was safe. Hopefully, you know, people listening to the show, you got to a safe area and your house and pets and loved ones are still around. Right. Yes. Thank you. You want to comment any on the auto lawn? Cause you know, your son got on stage. Yeah, with well, yeah. So first of all, you know, the auto
0: lawn is great because there are, you know, uh, small triumphs that are, you know, They don't have to be million dollar cars there, you know? And so it's people that is their life work and their love and they've had it for 30 years. And, um, it's something that their wife and them love to, to, you know, drive to the mountains on the weekend. And, you know, it's kind of very personal. And then you have the guy that has the $300,000 Lamborghini who is showing it. And so, you know, for, to be able to bring, you know, my wife was there, I was there, my son was there, loved it. Um, but there's just such a variety, you know, there's tons of BMWs and Porsches and Triumphs and, um, Bentleys, Bentley's and, yeah, a couple you know, beautiful <laughs>
1: motorcycles, they had that, uh, that old 1963 Honda motorcycle. That thing was a beauty. It was a beauty. Yeah.
0: I'll tell you about the Bentley. I was walking around with my wife, right? We we're just, you know, looking at the cars. Chilling. It was lovely, chilling. Yep. So we get to the Bentley and Bentley has just come out with an SUV. Okay, It's about the size of an X5, like that Mm -hmm. BMW X5. And so we're walking around, and we see this thing. And my wife falls in love, and for good reason, because it's beautiful. (laughs) I mean, the stitching inside on the seats, it's incredible, right? It's incredible. So she starts talking as if this is a reasonable (laughs) purchase. (laughs) And it took me about 30 seconds to realize that she was talking about her in this car <laughs> she
1: so des- she deserves it I, I think you need to at get this it her. point
0: i walk to the other side to see what the price point of is <laughs> of is this car and i know it's not one that i can physically <laughs> handle and probably not keep down my lunch at the same time right so i turn and i get to that price point and i look at her and i'm like certainly we could make this work (laughs) for you, baby anything, but it would be considered an RV because we would live in that thing. (laughs) We'd have to pare it down. You might be able to bring one pair of jeans or something like that. We'd have to find a place for our dog, but it was $260,000.
1: Whoa. Yo. Jay-Z got three of them guaranteed.
0: Guaranteed. So, uh, Reagan is not going to get that for her next car. Unless we just
1: liquidate
0: sure. the farm.
1: That's why we need a few more sponsors to the Fantasy Formula to help us achieve these dreams. You know what I mean? Bentley sponsors? Yeah, we need some, well, whatever, just to help pay the, fit the bill for the show. You know, the producers here might break us off a little som so we can start <laughs> the down payment for Bentley the Bentley. money. Bentley money, that's I, it. Hey,
0: I dig it. What was your favorite car there?
1: Um, I didn't really get a chance to walk around much.
0: I saw you walking around, but it was more stage to cooler.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I had a lot of trips back and forth to the cooler, back to the stage, to the cooler, back to the stage. There was it was uh, hot. Yeah, it was. There was this cool little Lamborghini there. Oh, I know which one it was. It was the BMW with the doors that popped up. That was in the back parking yeah. lot. Holy cow, that car was cool. That was sweet. What, the, what kind of car it had is like that? Like Lambo
0: doors. Lambo doors. doors. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. is that? I. Tell you the truth, I don't. I, I don't even know. I didn't see it. Somebody was telling me about it after the fact. Oh, dude, it was unbelievable. I I, I do think it was funny because my my you asked my son to come up sta- on stage, yeah. and so he gets up there and you ask him and his little buddy what their favorite car was, and so he loved the Lotus for good reason. It's a beautiful car. You know, the other reason is is that the individual that owns it works for us. <laughs> so when he comes off the stage. He goes to her, and then I see him running over to me, and he holds up five dollars, and he's like, "Look what I just—that's how you
1: do it." I heard him do. That. That's how you do it, Daddy. He was yeah bribed. He basically took a bribe. He took a bribe. He took a bribe, <laughs> took a bribe.
0: and uh, you know he it He got his five bucks, and I think they won. They
1: did. They so won. So he didn't
0: learn a lesson.
1: He, you're right. They won best in their category by one vote. Your son. Yes. <laughs> keep up the good work yeah your son is a trip man he did fantastic all the little people that invited up on the stage they all they weren't nervous they were just cool i mean they're speaking in front of hundreds of people right and that did not phase them one minute so they did great oh well good i
0: appreciate that
1: absolutely well anyway it was a great day at the auto lawn on um, saturday and there's another big Uh, event happening next Saturday here in Hickory. It's the Foot Candle Film Festival, September 22nd through the 24th. Expect another great showing by all the local people around and even people out of the state to come to this wonderful film festival. Before we jump into football, week one, Hank, I talked a little bit last week about driving and how I'm a terrible driver. Right. Awful. Awful. Three times this week. Awful. (laughs) Three times this week I've encountered – Some elderly people behind the wheel almost causing me to wreck three times. So, this is what I've I need to ask you this. You think they're listeners? It may be, but how old are you? When should you get off the road? Like, what is the is should there be an age that they say, hey, man or ma'am? Let me take your keys. You, right. need to, you need to get an Uber or you need to get your grandkids to come pick you up. It's just time to get off the road. Three times, Hank, and not any, like, little accidents. Literally, I'm just cruising down the road, and some lady in a big town car starts <laughs> merging in my lane, and I got a slam brake. You know, it's – this. It's not good. right? Give me a give an age group an that they, age need, group? they need to get out. And get
0: we off are really going to alienate ourselves <laughs> from a specific population. That I don't we're think there's to too game. many
1: listeners in this this age group anyway no. here for the Fantasy Formula. No,
0: I, I, think, I think you ought to, when you go to the DMV to get your license renewed, I think they ought to do a – like a reaction test, and it shouldn't be like just like, "Hey, look into this." It should be like they throw an orange at you, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and if it's you in the face, you fail. But you if you fail. put your hand up, catch it, you're my boy. <laughs> you, yeah, you can, got you another can go year back behind the Swat at it. it. It's even a
0: swat. Still fine. Absolutely. But if you don't raise your hand and it smacks you in the face, <laughs> take your license. I think that that's a reasonable that's expectation. Not,
1: that's not a bad idea. That it, I'm gonna call. Get on, D- I'm calling the DMV. Tonight. Get on that. I'm. I, I'm. A, that's my. That's my one mission this weekend because, you know. I can't even really talk about it. it calls me I was about five not really too late today, but I'm sitting at a stop sign and or stop light well this elderly person, probably about ninety eight years old, starts like making a left turn but you know they're <laughs> supposed to go around my car where they're coming right at my car i have to reverse my car so she and she's going literally six miles an hour so sure. probably wouldn't cause much damage but she's literally coming right at me and i see her eyes as big as saucers staring at me if i'm not reversing my car she's plowing <laughs> plowing right into me. slowly plowing. <laughs> slowly plowing so anyway okay that's all i wanted to talk about drivers because i confess my poor driving technique Why you last week you're shaking i wonder what yeah, I, i'm telling you it was really nerve-wracking it was very, very i mean
0: th- when you have that kind of life or death at six mile an hour <laughs> situation happen i am surprised you were able to make the
1: show it'll change your life man it'll change your <laughs> life <laughs> all right thanks for listening to my uh little diatribe about drivers you ready to get into week one hey let's do it let's do it all right <phone rings> Okay, Hank, as we spoke of earlier, you had a tough week. Started your fantasy football season at 0-1. Me, on the other hand, had a pretty damn good week. I started at 3-1 and and really had a shot to go 4-0, and but I was up 50 points last night and got tracked down by Breeze, Diggs, Dalvin Cook, the kicker for New Orleans. I mean, this dude had a bunch of them, and so right. he beat me by seven. But I'd go 3-1. and um, proud of that highest score in two of the leagues. Highest score,
0: not in our league,
1: not in our league, but still highest score in two. I had Kareem Hunt in those two leagues, which you know, huge monstrous week, Kareem Hunt, right? Um, and then a couple other little things sprinkled in. I don't have my team up right now, but um, so a solid week for me. Let's see if you can get it back on track, Hank. This week, week two, we start Thursday night, Houston at Cincinnati. Now. Let's talk a little fantasy here about Houston, Cincinnati. This is an eight twenty-five kick on Thursday. Houston, whoa, did they lay an egg? Did you, they played Jacksonville? So did Cincinnati. And so both teams, maybe two of the three, there's one more bigger disappointment. I think the Giants were awful, but Houston and Cincinnati were right behind them as being equally awful. Absolutely. So Cincinnati, you had Andy Dalton, who maybe played the worst game of his career, four picks. You know, against a really strong Baltimore D, but four picks at home, you can't do that. That kind of affect our our Joe Mixon pick of the year. We love Joe Mixon. Got off to a slow start maybe because of what was going offensively and against that Baltimore D. And in Houston, did we talk a little bit – did we like anybody at Houston at all? Hopkins. Yeah, we liked Hopkins.
0: And he he didn't have a bad game. I mean, he's 15 points or whatever. I mean, he didn't have a horrible game. But it was with a touchdown and like – like 60 yards. It yes. wasn't like a stellar day.
1: Exactly. And so we've got to find out what they decide to do. But it might be um, Tom Savage gone. And then our man Deshaun Watson, the new starting quarterback at Houston. Well, if Maybe they play like two.
0: that, they should, they need to make some sort of change. I mean, yeah. how long do you hold on?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Cincinnati right now starts at – it opens at a three-point favorite, total 38. Now it is a – they're a five-point favorite. It has moved two points in the last couple of days. Who you you liking this ballgame, Hank? Especially if they make the
0: quarterback move, I kind of like Cincinnati. You know, Dalton's too good a quarterback, I feel like, to lay two eggs in a row. Um, But with their defense, with Houston's defense, they're going to keep them in it. So, you know, to be completely honest, at three, I really like Cincinnati. Right. At five, it's kind of hard to pick. I'm going to probably lean toward toward Houston.
1: Yeah, I kind of agree, too, Hank. I, I like your thinking there. And if there's anybody to look out for, Cincinnati in Game 2, and you have him on your team. Tyler Eifert. Dalton didn't even look did, – don't look his way at all. No, Nobody looked his way. I, I, mean, I don't think he was on the field. How many points did he score last week? Like point .6. Watch for him to respond greatly, okay? Just don't worry about starting him this week. Put him in and play him. He will rebound because the whole offense is going to rebound. You're
0: going to have to go- – drag me off the top of this building if he doesn't do well okay so this is
1: on you you got it just because i think houston's d is a little overrated cincinnati's played terrible last week at home they cannot lose two in a row at home cincinnati will get it done tyler eifert with the touchdown oh please next up sunday tennessee at jacksonville jacksonville shocked the world as we mentioned beat houston tennessee up in my world, world upset by Oakland. You called that one. That was a good pick. Oakland came in there and handled business. But we are talking about Tennessee now. Tennessee, one point favorite on the road at Jacksonville. Total forty three.
0: That's a bait me. That's a bait one too. But I'm still going to take Tennessee. Yeah. I, I think Jacksonville played an incredible game, and I don't think they can do
1: it twice. Big news out of Jacksonville. Allen Robinson, their number one wide receiver. Oh, I saw this play. It hurt me, and it's. I think it was the third play of the game. Allen Robinson runs a little, like, eight out. And Bortles hits him right on the money. He catches it. And his his, his leg just came down. It didn't look terrible, but you could see it kind of, like, jerk. And then he went to the ground, torn ACL out for the year. So, you fantasy fanatics. Yeah, first. this is first catch of the damn season. You know, it's crazy. Out for the year. So, fantasy fanatics, you're asking, who do we put in our lineup to replace? Allen Robinson, well, you've got two options, Marquise Lee and Allen Hearns. In my opinion, Marquise Lee is the guy to go get on the waiver wire. He is available everywhere, I promise you. Now, he's proven nothing, but he has the skill set to replace an Allen Robinson. So if he's out there on the waiver wire, try to scoop him up. Uh, Marquise Lee, Alan Hearns is the other one at Tennessee. Demarco Murray, kind of quiet, I would say this uh, this past week. Do you do you have many stats on Demarco Murray for Tennessee last week? Hank,
0: hold on real quick. I, it would have been nice if you would have asked me to keep that <laughs> to cue that up, but you didn't. So you know, we're still working out the kinks here at yes, the Tennessee Forum. Sorry, me, sock factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you uh, did a professional show there. Uh, hold on real quick,
1: guys. While Hank's looking that up, Mariota for the Tennessee – I was going to say volunteers. Those Tennessee Titans, they also – I mean, an okay game, not good enough to beat the Raiders. He, I, it was interesting that he did look Corey Davis' way, the rookie wide receiver. He looked to him a lot, so that's good. If Corey Davis available on waiver wires, might be somebody you want to pick up. Hank, what would you have on DeMarco Murray?
0: 44 yards, no touchdowns. His long was a 21, and he was the leading rusher on that. Uh, Henry had 25.
1: Henry had 25. Yeah. So
0: Mariota had the one rushing touchdown.
1: Okay. We wanted to keep our eye on that rushing attack. We thought it because Tennessee does have one of the best offensive lines in the game, but they got off to a real slow start. I don't know if you attribute that to Oakland's defense, which I didn't think was supposed to be that good. No. Or just a – Poor start by the Tennessee Titans. We'll see if they can rebound. Hank, you like the Tennessee Titans minus the one and a half? I do. And so do I. Let's ring it up. Tennessee minus the one and a half. Next up, Cleveland at Baltimore. Cleveland put up a good fight against the Steelers last week. Their quarterback, Deshaun Kaiser, rookie out of Notre Dame, actually did not embarrass himself. He played better than I thought he would. They hung in there. I think the game was 21-18. 21-18. Something like that. Uh, Cleveland defense kind of kept them in it for a while. Baltimore on the other hand, their defense dominated Cincinnati 20 zip. How many they picked Dalton off four times. I think they coupled a or recovered a couple fumbles. Baltimore offensively, we mentioned this guy's name one time before the season started. I picked him up in two leagues. Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin came up from over from the Chiefs. Macklin's a Baltimore Raven right now. Flacco seems to like Macklin a little bit. Hit him with like a 60-yard touchdown, so keep your eyes on Macklin. Hank, Baltimore. That
0: was, he only had 58 yards, so it's hard to hit him with <laughs> a 60. He hit him with a 48.
1: Well, maybe he had a minus yard, <laughs> or something in there, too. He hit him with a 48. 48. Yeah. And then, okay, and then and
0: he, then he had a touchdown, so fifty. he had a 56 with the touchdown.
1: Perfect. Like it. So, Macklin, uh, Flacco looks like he might be Flacco's man. Baltimore, minus 7.5 at home against Cleveland total,
0: 40.5. Oh, man. I... I think I like Baltimore in this game just because their defense looks so strong. Um, you know, I, I it's just hard betting for the Brown, you know, betting with the Browns, even yeah. though they're getting seven. Yeah. Now that hook may that come hook, back to bite you. That
1: hook's kinda worried me there. Right. That
0: hook may come back to bite you, but yeah. um I like Baltimore.
1: Yeah. In the backfield for Cleveland too, I put a lot of money into, let's say, Duke Johnson Jr. When I say money, I've got to have like three leaks. He did nothing, and I heard today they're going to change his designation from a running back. He's now going to be a wide receiver, so Mm. that kind of really messes me up because I had to have – I only had two running backs on my whole team in our league, so I don't know what I'm going to do there. I guess waiver wire wonders. (laughs) I'll have to find a couple of those. But anyway, uh, what's the dude's name? Crowell. Give me Crowell's numbers for Cleveland last week against the heralded Pittsburgh defense. Yep,
0: hold on. I can get that. And, you know, it's funny that you – you Say that because you know it's such a revolving door over there in Cleveland, anyway. Whether it's injury or whatever, yeah. you know, to have to sit here and think about who you're going to take. Because Crowell was a leading rusher with 33 yards, <laughs> okay? He was a leading rusher. Kaiser had 17, and then that day's guy had seven. Yes,
1: I don't, I wonder if they even gave how Duke-
0: bad does Duke Johnson got to be <laughs>
1: exactly if you're behind those
0: cats. Yay, yay, yay. And if you're a receiver, I'd be like, get out of here, kid. Right. you bring a bad juju over Looks here. Like
1: Duke Johnson might be off my squad this week. We'll yes, see. Yes, sir. Corey Coleman for the Cleveland was a bright spot. It looked like uh, Kaiser went to him a couple times um, as the wide receiver there in Cleveland. 50, Fifty-three yards and a touch. Fifty-three yards and a touchdown. Not a bad start. And I know he's available on every waiver wire. Next up, Hank, let's travel to the Carolina Panthers. Let's do it. wow. Wow. Against the Buffalo <laughs> Airball, um, Carolina at the Buffalo. Carolina at home against the Buffalo Bills. Number seven and a half total forty-two. Carolina coming off a. Just a stranglehold they put on the 49ers, and yes, Buffalo sir. beat the Jets. They're both coming in at 1-0. and Carolina, first home game, minus 7, 42 and a half.
0: Uh, uh, Buffalo played well.
1: Thought so, too. Taylor man. But Taylor played pretty well. He surprised
0: he two, me. Two touchdowns, one interception. He threw over 200 yards. Look, Le, uh, Lashawn McCoy played well. Awesome. He, he played great. Over 100 yards. So I mean, it's going to be hard. They're going to be tough to beat, um, but I, I think Carolina – Kind of is fed up with the way that they played last year. At the end, they started to kind of mm-hmm. take their foot off the gas. But um, I'm going to take Carolina.
1: Yeah, I like Carolina at home too, Hank. And actually, I'm going to lean under this total too. Carolina's deep. The bi- I watched that whole game. The biggest difference to me, Carolina's defense is now intact. Right, you got keekley back. Everybody, the, the defensive backs, they've got one year under their one more year under their belt. So they're this will be their second year playing. They've got the defensive linemen that short and starler or twilelele or whatever those dudes are beast yeah so their defense was really really impressive on the offensive end it looked like cam was a little rusty little rusty not 200 yards didn't get 200 yeah and he missed two wide open touchdowns that i can remember that he just overthrew the the receiver however it was interesting how they got christian mccaffrey involved in the game Plus some Jay Stu though. Jay Stu was getting some run. I think he had maybe sixty five yards, sixty five yards on eighteen carries or something like that.
0: On eighteen, and McCaffrey had forty seven, and then uh, Stewart had seventeen yards and a touchdown receiving, and McCaffrey had thirty eight yards.
1: Yeah. So this is interesting. I like the balanced attack in the running backs. That'll be cool. Maybe not for fantasy owners, right. but for the team itself. That hopefully will open the doors eventually for Kelvin Benjamin. Then you got your Greg Olsen and those guys, because they didn't get much look. How much how much love did they get in this last game?
0: Well, I mean, receiving-wise, they didn't uh, – Shepherd was the leading receiver for Carolina at 53 in right. a touchdown. And then McCaffrey, then Benjamin only had 25 yards. Funches had 20.
1: So, you don't see any Olsen. Olsen, 18. 18 yards. Yeah. And, you know, he's good for 70 a Ab- game. Absolutely. So – Let's see how this offense goes against this Buffalo D. For the Buffalo offense, you're going to start LaShawn McCoy for Carolina. You're going to keep McCaffrey. And then I'm going to move. I've got Jay. LaShawn
0: St- McCoy for Carolina.
1: For Buffalo. Oh, okay. And for Carolina, we're going to have for sure. I'm putting Jay Stu in. I'm going to start Jay Stu as a flex. Over um, McCaffrey. Nope. I'm, I would, if I had both of them, I'd start them both. Okay. But I'm saying I only have Jay Stu. Okay. And so if I need a flex play, I think Jay Stu has proven now the Panthers will give him the ball. I'm going to start him as a flex. But we do like Carolina minus the seven and a half. Yes, sir. Next up, New Orleans Saints at New England. This oh, is this a, is going to be a great one. This is going Both teams coming off a tough, tough loss. Gee, how late did you stay up last night, Hank, for the Monday night games? Did you make it?
0: I did not make it to the end. Yeah, I made it to about. Halftime of the second game.
1: Okay, she made it further than me. The one thing about, let's we're talking about New Orleans right now against New England, coming down to New Orleans to play. The offense seemed to be sputtering a little bit earlier. You know, I know he hit Michael Thomas for a couple. They got three people in the backfield: Kamara, Adrian Peterson, and Mark Ingram. I don't know. They just couldn't get kind of get a flow offensively. It seemed to me. Now Minnesota's defense is nasty, so that probably had a lot to do with it. But Out of that backfield, AP Ingram and Kamara. Who do you see coming out of that backfield as the fantasy forerunner for New Orleans? Well, it
0: was funny because I think in the future that Kamara kid, they were talking big about him. They loved him. They loved him, and they were talking about like I remember at one time they were talking about how you know the New Orleans coach doesn't doesn't gush over players. And he is gushing over him, saying that he's but going to be better in Sproles. He's going to be better than anybody he's had back there. Um, Did you see where Peterson was yelling at Peyton? No. Yeah. Did he get
1: him in the game, or what was he yelling at him for?
0: Right at halftime, he was yelling about the guys that – I mean, the commentators were talking about playing time. Huh. And he was, that and that ain't gonna fly there. Oh, I can tell you that much all. right now, because if you remember correctly, nobody wanted him because of his money sure, issue. Sure. So, you know, the fact of the matter is, I don't know what he's complaining. I hope he does, because they got Mark Ingram, and they spread it evenly around each one of them. I think I they that. had
1: almost equal carries, didn't they? Yes, they seven, did. seven, and eight. I seven, believe seven,
0: seven, and eight, yep. and none of them looked. I don't think any of them look better than the other. No. I mean,
1: Kamara seemed flashier. Ingram seemed more solid. Peterson, to me, looked lost. I'll be honest with yeah. you. Listen to this Giants need a running back badly, right? Arizona now needs a running back badly. Yeah. Could AP be moved? Would that not be crazy? They that would move be them crazy. week two, week three? I don't know if it's going to happen, but keep your eyes on it. So, New Orleans at home, a six and a half point dog. Against these New England Patriots. Now, we saw what happened to New England on Thursday night. They started out very strong, as predicted. But the shocking thing, their defense gives up 40, how many, 45? Their their defense looked awful. Terrible. uh, uh, 42. 42. 27. 42 to 27. Now, the the Chiefs looked awesome. Oh, their offense was unbelievable. What New England normally has are some pass rushers that can disrupt timing of offensive pass plays they had no pass rush Alex Smith was picking them off all day and the cream hunt as we mentioned was running all over them Hank New Orleans plus the six and a half at home total 54 and a
0: half. I think I'm just going to do the 54 the over over yeah um I you know we know that their defenses are bad you know you know and you don't know what their offense is going to do New Orleans I mean they were not scoring like they normally do and you know Brady I I think Brady didn't throw one touchdown this week. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Do you know what he's going to do next week? Yeah, five. He's seven, going to have seven, 12. Right. And that, yeah. you know, Gillesey, who had three touchdown, you're probably going to see Chris Hogan running exactly. one, you know. Hey, hey brother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you bring Chris Hogan's name up because, so, you know, he was everybody's sleeper. Well, I think they only looked his way twice. They only – Brandon Cooks only had three receptions. I guess kind of what I'm saying is it wasn't unleashed. I guess the game plan was to run Gillesey or whatever.
0: He only Uh, had 45 yards.
1: How many touchdowns did you see? Anyway, let's look for a different game plan against the New Orleans Saints secondary who stinks out loud. Brandon Cooks could have a hell of a day. So could Hogan. Um, Hey, brother. (laughs) (laughs) And tell me about Gronk. What did Gronk do last week? Uh, I know uh, he dropped a touchdown.
0: Yeah, I did see that. I mean, it's probably because he's wearing that knee brace on his freaking – Forma, yes, you know. Yeah. Um, but he uh was not in the oh no. Gronk did 33 yards. 33
1: up. yards. So yep. you gotta expect bigger things out of this New England uh, wide receiving and tight end uh, core. So let's go. New England, New Orleans over the total I'm 54 over and a half. half.
0: What are you thinking on the line?
1: I'm thinking New England covers. I'm thinking they do. Just too much firepower. Saints looked a little lost last night. Pew, a little pew. lost. Pew, pew. Here we go. Next up, oh, one o'clock kick. Arizona. We just mentioned the David Johnson injury.
0: This could be a really bad game.
1: This could be a really (laughs) bad game. This could be a terrible game because we saw Indianapolis play. It's Arizona at Indy. Indy is the worst team in the NFL. I would say it's not even really close. Like the Jets would be kind of like the Golden State Warriors against Indianapolis who would be kind of like the – give me a real bad – Orlando Magic. If that's how – the Yes, I know you're looking at me real weird, but that's how bad Indy is. Grandview. Gra- yeah, Grandview versus what, Northview? Yeah. But Grandview's on their way up. That's exactly They're
0: right. on their way I up. I was man. saying Grandview versus Golden State.
1: Oh, oh okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, Arizona, lost DJ. Carson Palmer looks like to be a shell of himself. Larry Fitzgerald is one year older. I do like John Brown on this Arizona team. He might be the only offensive player I do like. And then you look at Indy, and you can't like anybody there. Indianapolis playing at home, a seven-and-a-half-point dog without David Johnson, 44 and a half.
0: That's not enough. I think Carson Palmer goes in there and wins that game by 14. Yeah. Um, you know, they they couldn't even muster – you know, they, they only got nine points, Indianapolis. They, they couldn't get in the end zone. Right. And I don't think that they're going to have a solution to it.
1: Yeah, and fantasy-wise, Andrew Luck has already been declared out for week two. I would think that trend continues for several other weeks. Frank Gore – did nothing. Ty Hilton without Andrew Luck. Aye, can't aye, do aye. it by himself. Exactly. He can't throw to himself. Cannot. And so, Scott Tolzien was the quarterback. They brought brought in Jacoby Brissett. I bet Jacoby Brissett starts week two. Let's just see. You're going to have to watch everything. I think he will be an upgrade to Scott Tolzien because Brissett can run a little bit. So, maybe they get some offense by him running.
0: So, Tolzien was uh, 9 for 18 for 128 and two interceptions. Yes. Brissett only threw – three times, but he had two completions for 51.
1: Yeah, they moved the ball a little bit better with him, so we'll have to see what happens. But, yeah, take it to the bank. Arizona, even though they suck too, Indianapolis (laughs) sucks more. Arizona minus the 7.5 on the road at Indy. What's going to be
0: the repair for the run game? Because, you know, I kind of feel like Arizona is – somewhat of a team kind of like Denver was okay. where if they have a good enough athlete out there, they're going to have a decent running game. So do you think that they could bring in, like you said, like a AP or somebody like that and not do David Johnson numbers? Cause you're talking about the right. number one pick, but do you think that they could just bring somebody in there, give them an abbreviated playbook and
1: I do have some success. Arizona was supposed to be a playoff contender this year. So it's there minus David Johnson. You just got to get somebody else in there. And to carry the rock, again, not as good as David Johnson, but it's going to be better than Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson is the dude in the role right now, Hank. Yeah. Chris Johnson is older than me, you know, and that's old. That is old. So they're going to have to do something if they want to try to make their playoff run continue here. Right. Right. Next up, Philadelphia at Kansas City. Kansas City, the hottest team in the league right now, putting Ooh. up 42 points against that Patriot defense on Thursday. Against Philadelphia. They, they didn't did, look bad either. They did. We picked them. We picked Philadelphia over the wet Redskins, and they did what they were supposed to do. Carson Wentz, who you talked about a lot, Hank, who you liked. He had a very nice showing. Kansas City at home. Open at four and a half. It's moved to five. Total forty-seven and a half.
0: As long as it doesn't move to six, I think you can still take them. They were just overwhelming. They're awesome. Yeah. They were overwhelming. The running game was incredible. Um, Alex Smith played really well. Which I, you know, I'm kind of nervous about that because he's had enough time in the league. Like Sam Bradford has been playing with injury, and yes. so when he came out last night, they they had already talked about he was the most accurate guy, like passer in the league, yeah. but he hadn't been on the field, and so he couldn't show it. Alex has been on the field a bunch, and right. that, I feel like you know, you're going to have a good game every once in a while. Um, so that kind of worries me a little bit, but I still feel like he's got weapons all over the
1: field. Yeah, I do too. I, liked, I would lean to this over at 47-and-a-half. I think they're going to continue the offensive onslaught. They got Ty- Tyreek Hill on the outside, Kareem Hunt, which if you did a draft over today, Hank, I would say Kareem Hunt would be the number, top three pick draftee
0: after that first game? Yes. Oh. You know what I'm saying?
1: Guy looked like, like a freak. I might draft him overall number one. I might go one, Kareem Hunt, two, Antonio Brown, three, I guess Le'Veon. But if you did a draft again, that's how great the dude looked. Right. Um, the total 47. You're
0: very runs. confident looking backwards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I own Kareem Hunt in two leagues, so, you know, I'm just tooting my horn a little bit. Here we man. go. Tooting my horn. Uh, Philadelphia on their offensive side, Alshon Jeffrey. Okay, but the guy who surprised me with Nelson Agalor. He right? looked he looked great too. And he's in the slot. It looks like Wentz and him have a they have some type of rapport. Give me his numbers real quick. Hertz well, was the one that that
0: shined because he had ninety three yards. But Agalor had eighty six and, and a touchdown. And then there was you know Sproles had forty three. Jeffrey had thirty eight. Um, but you know the rushing game wasn't really impressive because. Uh, Blunt had 46, and then everybody else was in single digits. Yeah. But, you know, Wentz went for 307 with two touchdowns yeah. and an interception. He's
1: hitting a lot of different receivers, so that game should be a lot of fun. That's why we'll lean over the total. Next up, 1 o'clock kick. Minnesota, the Vikings coming off their Monday night win at the Pittsburgh Steelers. This game should be really, really fun to watch. Total is 45. Pittsburgh opened at a seven-point favorite, but now it's been bet down to 6.5 probably after Minnesota's showing last night. For the Pittsburgh side, Le'Veon Bell did not live up to his number two draft st- ranking. You know what I'm saying? It was a very slow day. It might take him a couple weeks to kind of become acclimated to the offense again. Antonio Brown does what Antonio Brown does. I think how many receptions Hank?
0: Uh, he had 182 yards <laughs> with no touchdown.
1: Good Lord, I think he caught like 10 to 13 balls. 11,
0: too. 11 targets,
1: 11 receptions. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, percentage there, Hank. But Tavis Bryant. Martavis Bryant on the other end, who was going in most drafts round five, round six, kind of got off to a slow start. How many, what was his stat line? Kind of slow, 14.
0: Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) He had two receptions. They threw, they targeted him six times, but he he had two receptions for 14. Yeah, it's going to have to be better
1: than that. On the other side for Minnesota, we saw Dalvin Cook come into his own, a great running back. Uh, start to a running game, start to his career. I think he had 127 rushing yards. And on Stefan Diggs and the dude Thielen, they were catching balls all over the place. You mentioned about Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford looked like damn Joe Montana back there. <laughs> he did. D- they were showing from his perspective some of those throws he made. Incredible. Unreal. Un- incredible. Would you at this point, Sam Bradford sitting on the waiver wire, let's say. You have an Andy Dawn and an Eli Manning who you drafted. Would I didn't you,
0: draft him. I drafted – well. I drafted well, Manning. Yeah, no, I draft. I'm Manning. just
1: saying. Let's say you drafted one of these dudes, but you did. Would you cut them now to go pick up a Sam Bradford for your QB two in a pinch? Week one. Not if you'd wait a little. I'd bit? I'd wait
0: just a little bit because I mean, you know, he did play a team that doesn't have great defense, yeah, that's and he true. kind of picked him apart. But yeah. you know, they looked awesome, and Delvin Cook is going to help that that passing game. It's awesome. You know, I mean, he looked awesome. Yeah, and um, you know. And that Thielen
1: kid, a walk-on? Well, he was undrafted. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they said that they do it like he was at a local college. Minnesota State. And they just do a, hey, come out and see if you can make it, kid, (laughs) kind of deal. And he made it. And now he's on.
1: What a story. What a story. And they need to do a 30 for 30 about him.
0: And Diggs, you know, did 93 yards and two touchdowns, which they they've shown that every year he's he's kind of he's really hot at the beginning, and then he yeah. kind of slows down. And I wish I would have read that stat <laughs> because if I would have played him, I would have won.
1: So he was sitting on your bench. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Moss points on the bench. Mm-mm-mm. Now you know. So Pittsburgh minus the six and a half. Hank 45. What you like? I'm
0: going to take Minnesota. Woo! Okay. I'm going to take. I'm going to go Ooh. Minnesota on this game. I, you know, I don't know um, why, but I think that they're playing pretty well. And seeing Cook play as well as he did, I feel like that's going to make the passing game much easier. Because in years past, Bridgewater and all those guys didn't have any help.
1: Right. Very true. Well, they had AP. <laughs> well, AP. Was that's in, true. AP wasn't the backfield. But,
0: um, <laughs> Last few years, he was <laughs> doing bad things.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go to the opposite side. Pittsburgh at home always seems to play good, their home opener. I'm going to lean to them six and a half, but I, know, I think it's going to be a close game. we to go total over 45. Next up, 1 o'clock p.m. kick. Chicago at Tampa Bay. We heard Tampa Bay. Now, all right, Hank, maybe you'll know about this. Where are they going to play the game? Oh. Are they playing it? It's supposed to be at Tampa. Are they still going to play there? I don't know. So we're unsure of exactly where the game will be held, but Chicago will be traveling somewhere to match up with these Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So if you had – I talked to one of my buddies, Hank. He had a Jay Jye, no, a Mike Evans round one pick, Jay Jye round two pick, and had Jameis like round six. So week one, he had three of his starters sitting on the bench.
0: The guy I played had two gone,
1: a Jay and Mike Evans. Really?
0: really? And I didn't beat him. It's unbelievable. <laughs>
1: unbelievable that really stinks so Chicago opens up as a seven point dog at Tampa Bay the total is 43 I'm so interested to watch this Tampa Bay team play we've got Doug Martin on the bench for three weeks he can't play because of the suspension but you have Deshaun Jackson one side Mike Evans and guys if you gotta start a running back, throw a little Jaquez Rodgers in there. He's gotta play Ooh. for three weeks. And he can hold it down until Martin comes back in. Who do you like in this matchup? I
0: like him. I until I see him and they prove me wrong, I want to see Tampa Bay win this, you know, come out and play like they're supposed to play. Yeah. Hard knocks got everybody jazzed up. Sure, sure. You know, but um they are supposed to play at Tampa. I mean okay, still, still ESPN good. still has it wow. as they're playing at Tampa. Yeah. So
1: I'm going to take them. Okay, I like them too, Hank. I don't know if you had a chance to watch Chicago play, but Mike Glennon actually looked pretty good. Oh. And the word in the backfield wasn't Jordan Howard. It was this other fella, the rookie out of North Carolina, A&T. See if you can find his name in there. Right now on most waiver wires, he's the number one pickup on all waiver wires. Cohen? Cohen, yes. So read his stat line for us.
0: Five carries, 66 yards.
1: And he caught – A bunch of balls, too.
0: He had eight receptions for 47 and one touchdown. And
1: one touchdown. And so he actually got more targets than Jordan Howard did for this game total. So he'll be on your waiver wire, guys, if you need somebody. He'd be worth picking up for sure. Now, Kevin White, third year in a row, he's out for the year. He broke his collarbone. This dude just cannot catch a break, cannot stay healthy. uh, Kevin White out for the – I say out for the year. He's got a broken collarbone, so he's going to be at least out three to four months. So basically the year. Um, I'm leaning Tampa Bay, too. That crowd will be jacked up. Didn't get a play last week. They'll be ready to go. Let's go. Tampa Bay minus the seven. Here we go with the four o'clock games. This is the other team that did not get a play opening week. Miami on the road against those L.A. Chargers who played last night. L.A. put up a decent fight against Denver. Had a chance at the end. Um. I hate to lose kind of, on a kick like I that. I know, man. especially when they t- he made it, then they take a timeout right before he made it. They got to re-kick it. It's a tough loss. Gross. But, um, where are we? Miami. At Saint Los Angeles. Oh, did you hear the guy yeah. mess up San Diego? Because they're the L.A. Chargers right yeah. now. And he was so serious. I He was speaking to the whole crowd. And let's hear it for the San Diego Charger. <laughs> Everybody's looking around like, L.A.? It's hey, LA. hey,
0: hey, read the cue card. That's why he gave you the cue card.
1: It was a trip. Anyway, these L.A. Chargers, four-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Miami. Miami first game back. Cutler's still a quarterback? Yes, he is.
0: Then I'm going with San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, I think the Chargers played pretty well last night. Melvin Gordon looked good. Yeah, he did. He looked great. He looked pretty good. So I'm going to go with the Chargers. I just don't, you know, until Jay Cutler proves me – Wrong! I refuse to like him.
1: Dig it all day. If you could start one of the Miami receivers, Jarvis Landry or Devontae Parker against this Chargers secondary playing, let's say PPR. Who are you taking? Landry. In taking Landry with the PPR. Okay, Hank, I'm going to agree with you with the Chargers minus the four and a half. Go San Diego. Yeah. Next up, 415. Oh, that's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Jets at Oakland. Now, I'm telling you, Hank, I've, I did not think Oakland, uh, you're an Oakland fan. I did not think they would live up to the hype. I was like, Marshawn Lynch is going to be a dud. Carr's not going to start off well. Boy, did they prove me wrong. They looked awesome offensively and even better defensively, which was their big weakness last year. Yep. Vegas got them as a 14 point That's favorite. That's a whole lot of points, man. Two touchdowns, but the Jets suck. 43 and a half. What are you feeling? I'm, you got, you, okay, you've got, I would take the over if
0: I felt like the Jets could so, score seven. You know.
1: I well, if you think that's it, let's take the over because they're gonna get seven. I think they get ten. Okay. I think they get ten. So if they get ten, you think Oakland's gonna take care Oakland, of the rest.
0: I think Oakland and the over, then if that's the case. Okay. Because I'm telling you, he came out uh Clark came out two sixty two, two touchdowns, pretty flawless performance. Uh Lynch had seventy six yards.
1: He, did you watch any of the games? I didn't get to see any of that. He was running like back in the day. Oh god. Back I love in the it. day running hard and cutting it was it was a thing of beauty. did you see
0: him get off the plane you see that picture of him getting off Uh the plane so this guy gets he's going to a bus or something like that he's going to the bus and everybody's g'd up to their their gear got whatever you know they they're looking good and they've got you know their duffel bag on the left side it's probably got like a special smoothie in it or whatever right right. shoes or socks they're bringing from home or whatever This guy's got a cardboard bag, you know, like the ones that you get at Whole Foods, and he just got stuff jumbled in it. I love
1: that man. Man, that guy, That's beast so mode. Hilarious. He's just, yes. hey, he doesn't care. He got a grocery bag. I love it. Yeah, he doesn't care. He don't give up. Uh. He doesn't care at all. Amari uh, Cooper on the wide receiver side. Give me his numbers real quick. Uh,
0: five receptions, 62 yards, and a touchdown.
1: touchdown. Old man Crabtree pulled down 83 yards. I'm telling you, man. They've got some great wide receivers. So, anyway, I'm on this Oakland team. I'm going to watch them before I start laying the wood on these lines. But I do like him to cover this minus 14. And Hank loves the over 43 and a half. 425 game up next Washington at the LA Rams the Jared Goff revival is back the dude goes crazy against again granted it's against the Indianapolis Colts but he puts up over 300 yards this copper cup or cooper cup wide receiver he hit him several times you know who I'm talking about nope. for a touchdown he's a rookie what was his stat line four
0: receptions 76 yards and a touchdown
1: yep that's cooper cup on the other end let's look at sammy watkins for me real quick he wasn't targeted much but i'm just thinking five receptions
0: at, for 58
1: okay that's not bad we need to get a little bit more out of sammy and last but not least on the ram side todd Gurley. i know he had a touchdown but 40 he, yards 40 yards so now he caught 56 that's the good thing so yeah. negative part of todd Gurley's game is how many carries did they give him
0: they gave him 19 carries.
1: 19 carries for 40 yards. That's terrible. You and I could do that, you know? Yes. So, I'm worried about that part, but they're throwing him the ball. So, that's yeah. that's a good sign for you Todd Gurley owners. Right. On the other Nobody
0: si- else is doing it on the, the ball, though, because Brown, the guy that had the second most, he had seven carries for 16 yards.
1: Please. I mean,
0: he's not really pulling down big numbers.
1: Either. Right, right. On the other side, Washington lost to the Philadelphia Eagles. It was a close game. Kirk Cousins. If we'll look at his stat line, Hank, but I noticed that um, Jamison Crowder, who I drafted in several leagues as a PPR dream, I think he might have kind of got shut out a little bit. Give me some stats from he Washington. He had only
0: 14 yards, three receptions for 14 yards. Cousins, he was 240 with a touchdown interception, and Cousins was their leading rusher wow. with 30. Now, Kelly ran the ball 10 times for 30 yards.
1: Fat Rob Kelly. So what else do they have offensively there? They have – Pryor. Pryor. Oh, 66 yards.
0: Grant had 61 yards.
1: Pryor had a touchdown 50-yarder and dropped it. So that that's deceiving because he had one right in his midst at another 50 yards and a touchdown. He could have been a fantasy hero but more of a zero because of the drop. L.A. Rams minus the two and a half total 46 against the Skins. I think the Skins are going do it, okay? Do I you, like really. the skins. Let's go against each other. I like the Rams as long as they continue because their defense, their defense had two damn touchdowns. The Rams against the Colts, but anyway, let's see if the I Rams. I
0: say you got smoke and mirrors going I, on in you're, there.
1: You're right. I gotta get that out of my mind because they did beat the Colts, which is. Not like not impressive. Beating, yeah. <laughs> yes. So anyway, you're taking the skins. We'll go against each other right here, Hank. I'm going to take the Rams at home. Got it. Next up 425 Dallas at Denver, both one and O. Dallas, pretty impressive against the giants. They move the ball. Well, Ezekiel Elliott, the new news is, I guess he's going to play next week, right? No yeah. news is good news for Ezekiel Elliott fans right now. Yep. So he will be in the lineup against this Denver Broncos defense, who is a pretty good defense. Um, Dallas side, I think Dez had an okay game. Jason Witten. Guys, if you need a tight end, he is old reliable. He called a touchdown in this last game. 59 yards. With 59 yards. So, if you need one, hey, man, he's going to get you at least five catches, 50 to 60 yards every game. Pick him up, waiver wire. Um, Denver side of the ball, C.J. Anderson had a pretty solid game, Hank. I want to say he rushed for over 80 yards uh trevor simeon quarterback had a pretty solid game too want to say two touchdowns passing one rushing maybe no yeah
0: uh, yeah he had uh one touchdown rushing uh he had 19 yards rushing he threw for 219 two touchdowns and interception cj anderson had 81 yards
1: okay and give me the the touchdowns they went to you know what they didn't go to sanders or thomas they went to some dude named benny flowers or fowler right uh you they don't even
0: oh they went to fowler Fowler, yes,
1: yes. he had the two touchdowns he had so the two so that's interesting to know so denver at home is a dog to these dallas cowboys opened at one now it's minus two total 43 it's
0: hard to not take the home dog you know it really is and i think that defense thrives at home so i'm going to take them home dog
1: i like the home dog too i always love denver at home take them to the bank Four twenty-five. This is our last four o'clock game on Sunday. We've got San Francisco against the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle put Awful. up put a just a dud against Green Bay. San Francisco put up a worse dud against Carolina. Seattle thirteen and a half point favorite. Total forty-three and a half. And Hank, I want you to talk about the Seattle's offense because I know you got a lot of Russell Wilson.
0: Yeah, I you know. To me, both of them played awful, but I feel like Seattle has the ability to turn it around. I feel like they just had a bad game, and they ran into pretty good defense. Sure. So I feel like they have the ability to turn this around. What was the line again? Thirteen and a half. That's a lot. That's a whole lot. Um, although I want it to be true. I I would not bet this game. Like I, I really, she it's scary. It I want it to be true that they're going to come back and Russell Wilson's going to take them by twenty-one. It's going to be yeah. awesome. But thirteen and a half is a lot in the NFL. Now sure. I know it was fourteen against uh, the Colts jet, jet, yeah. or the Jets yes. or whatever. But I just can't bet that when they played this bad right. when Russell Wilson then pe- played this bad. I hope that I lose this bet. But I, I I'm going to take San Francisco.
1: Okay, I can't do that. I <laughs> I want to have to lean Seattle, but I I like what you're saying. So to me, when I watched the Seattle game, it was more of offensive line troubles. Their offensive line couldn't. Russell Wilson was running for his life. Their running game, Eddie Lacy. What? Give me Eddie Lacy stats. I mean, did he do anything?
0: Uh, yeah, he had five attempts for three yards. I mean,
1: what? And give me Rawls and Prosize. Give me those. Prosize
0: four attempts for eleven, and Russell Wilson led with forty yards, and then Carson. Was second with 39.
1: See, when the Seattle Seahawks are clicking on all cylinders, Marshawn Lynch was back there rushing for 80 yards, rushing for 100 yards and a touchdown. They're not getting it done, the running backs right now. I worry about that a little bit, but they're going to come back against this San Francisco defense. I am going to lay the 13 with Seattle. And I will tell you, just a little shining tidbit of info for San Francisco, look for Pierre Garçon to be Brian Hoyer's go-to guy, okay? Okay. If you need a flex, you can put Pierre Garcon in there. He's not going to shock the world and be the number one wide receiver for the week, but he'll get you some solid numbers. What did he do last week, Hank? He was against the Panthers. See,
0: it's it's how quickly you ask me these questions. <laughs> you give me no lead time, and you just expect me to have it out there. Well, I know that you're right. good like there that. There we go. Wee Wee had 81 yards, six catches, Perfect. 81 yards.
1: That's, you know, that's flex material. So if you need somebody, put Wee Wee in there for your flex. Next up, two games left. Green Bay at Atlanta should be a, du- a Dandy? Yes, Dandy. on Doozy? A, doozy Dandy on a Sunday night. Right now, Green Bay is a two-and-a-half point dog at Atlanta, Hank. I say dog because everybody loves Green Bay this year. Total 53 and a half. Will this be a shootout like Las Vegas thinks it will be?
0: You know what? I think it will be. Too. I, I'd take the over in a minute like because it. both these offenses are explosive. Devontae came out. Playing well, they all everybody came out playing yeah. well. So I take the over.
1: If you can look at Julio's numbers real quick, I don't think it was anything outstanding. Maybe solid, but not outstanding. The real guy, receiving wise, was this Austin Hibah. Austin Hibah caught two for 90 something and a touch one twenty eight. What his long his
0: long was eighty eight. Yes, yes. And how about Julio? Julio four catches for sixty six yards.
1: Yeah, we need a little bit more production out of Julio. Freeman
0: thirty seven yards rushing. With one touchdown.
1: How much receiving? Uh, Receiving two. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. So they must have given Tevin Campbell, can we talk? No, he had eight carries okay. for 16. That's it? Yes. So what was going on? That's a weird kind of line. I mean, how were they, they only had
0: 64 yards rushing.
1: That's wild. Okay. Anyway, so they better do better against that Green Bay uh, defense. Green Bay last week, I think Jordy had a pretty good game. Randall Cobb siding I think he had a pretty good game the guy that uh got sh- and actually Ty Montgomery if I'm looking at the stats correctly they all had pretty solid outings against a really good Seattle D
0: yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> yes I am guess you're looking at me for <laughs> color on that uh no but Ty Montgomery had 54 yards in a touchdown okay receiving wise uh Cobb had 85 Jordy had 79 in the touchdown uh, had several receivers in forties. Yeah, but you know, uh, steady Eddie, Aaron Rodgers, three eleven touchdown, one interception.
1: Perfect. So Rodgers, it looks like he was slinging the ball all over the place. Look for him to do that against Atlanta's defense too. But look for Matt Ryan to do the same against Green Bay. Let's go over the total in a big way, Hank, fifty four. Big. Next up, we've got an eight thirty kick Detroit at the New York Giants. Now Odell Beckham is probable for this game. I think he will play, and boy, does Eli need him. Eli looked lost. Eli looked like it was time to hang up the damn cleats. You it see was, that
0: picture of Eli when he's on the sideline? He looks like he's
1: – Yeah, well, that's why, how he always looks. I you know, know. But, it, yeah. It looked like that all game. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, they were terrible. Um, And Detroit actually played a pretty great game against Arizona. Matt Stafford had a field day. You, and, Hank, I'll give you a couple seconds to look up his stats.
0: No, he had – I mean, he, he you're actually – 292 with four touchdowns and an interception. Yeah, and
1: and he hit. I want to say another guy on your waiver wires. It was a rookie wide receiver. Goal a day. Yes. Two touchdowns, if I'm not yep. mistaken. This dude is a beast, y'all. They say he's 6'4", like 225. He runs a 4'4". So if you need a wide receiver next week, look for him. He's going to be on your waiver wire. Right now, Vegas got the number, Hank is Giants minus the four at home. They are a favorite, forty three and a half. Will Odell Beckham make that big of a splash? And before you talk about that, Brandon Marshall I've got in two leagues. That dude was terrible. I think they looked his way maybe one target in the entire game for like three yards. It was awful. Can you give me what they Mr. Marshall had?
0: Yeah, hold on. Um he had 10 yards. 10 yards. Four targets, one catch, 10 yards. You know, I think unfortunately for them, when Odell Beckham Jr. is not in their lineup, they are disrupted.
1: I'm with you, man.
0: They are disrupted. And that's why I'm not going to, I don't care what it is. I feel like uh, Detroit played well and they're going to come in there and win.
1: You think they will outbeat the Giants out yeah. on the road? We'll let's see. Let's see how Od- Odell Beckham's ankle holds up. I think if Odell's 100%, the Giants are going to play much better. If he does play, I'm going over the total. If he doesn't play, I'm going under the total. And I'll go with you on the D- Detroit Lions, I believe. Thank I believe, you.
0: yes. Hey, g- can I just point something out here? We've talked Please. about these teams, and there have been – everybody played awful,
1: I feel like. Yes, there was not a, really a good game at all. Everybody played awful. Yeah.
0: I mean, you look at these stat lines, and, you know, Ezekiel Elliott went for 104. Perkins was the leading rusher for New York with 16 yards. Right. And we've had a lot of that today. So I mean, I, can this get better? I'm. I didn't lose.
1: I was let down. Yes. Let me give you an interesting fact, Hank. I'm, this is so. I'm so glad you bring this up. Last year, okay. First of all, I'll start. I'll tell you last year's stats. Last year, when it came to skill players that were ranked, drafted round one or round two, those are the studs. There were 11 that got 100 yards rushing and receiving and a touchdown. 11. This year. How many do you think there were that got 100 yards rushing or receiving and a touchdown? Two. Four. So, we went from 11 to four. So, overall, just a stinker of a week for fantasy football owners. I'm telling you, nobody's dudes performed well.
0: This is no reflection on me, then. (laughs)
1: Exactly. It's across the board. You're clear, Hank. If it happens again next week, then we will have some talking to do. Okay. But, anyway, you're clear this week. Thank you. Um, Do you know who you're playing this weekend?
0: I'm playing – Lt Thompson.
1: Oh God! This is a big rivalry.
0: This is a big rivalry, and and it's it's got to work out this way. I mean, I it's got <laughs> to get better because right now, as far as the preview is showing, you know, and nobody can trust those previews. We are dead even. Wow, dead At what, 43
1: even. Forty three points each. One nineteen.
0: <laughs> Forty three points. I, I take offense to that, but you know, he's got Cam. I love Cam. I'm going to be in such disarray on Sunday. Yes, I don't know what I'm going to do. A,
1: well, you need a root for your team, Hank. I've got, I've got a good feeling about your How team. How about this you? Week. I'm not sure who I play. I just chalk them up to W's. I don't even have to look anymore. I just know good it, I just know it's going to be a W-W-W-W WW kind of weekend for me. Four W's, and we'll go. We'll continue the, the streak. Hank, this weekend, we have got some exciting things. You and I are in a tennis league together. We are. And I think we might be playing on Monday we are we are okay so that will be a lot of fun let's work on some serves this weekend maybe some backhands a volleys if you if you will
0: you know what let's just okay can i bring something to this tennis? Please. so you know people are going to hear this tennis thing and be like what is going on here? right okay let's get this completely out in the open okay <laughs> you know both of us um played tennis growing up right sure and i would say we you know, are, are fans of all sports and have played and and uh, done well and, and had a lot of fun doing it. Now we've returned to this sport. Yes. So We're when back. you go into a tennis match with tennis players, a lot of times there's etiquette involved mm-hmm. and there's a certain um, polishedness to an opponent. Okay. Yes. Okay. And that usually doesn't really. Yell out when you come out on the court on in like Charlotte Hornets warm up pants or something <laughs> like that. Okay, so I don't think you know I'm out there in like a like a Atlanta Braves 5950 <laughs> hat backwards, and yes. the other guy on the other side is like head to toe fila. Yes, you know, <laughs>
1: rocking some fila. Yes, yeah.
0: so I, I I'm a little bit concerned on our rep right. that we're going to really throw out because I got to tell you. It's we're at different
1: stages. All that matters is how we perform on the on the court, Hank. Because I will ask you this I don't know if you saw me at the last practice. I rocked my New Balance shoes that I mowed the grass in, and so it had they were basic, they're supposed to be gray, they were green. Um, I had an old pair of NC State Wolfpack warm up shorts, so yeah, we don't look the best, but when we get on the big stage, all that matters is how we perform.
0: I want to be judged like that. I want somebody to look at you and say, Look at this jackleg. leg. What
1: is this dude doing What's out here on the court with me? And with
0: it? me. Right. Does he know I'm wearing $6,000 worth <laughs> of gear? Does he know that? I love that that yes. persona. But we're it's going to be rough, so uh, well, make sure you bring your game. I would, and you know, would the other thing is, is, I don't think so. When we play together, I don't think people understand that our etiquette is normally unlike what a tennis etiquette would be. If there's an overhead or a volley that's in an offensive position, we're hitting it at each other. We're trying to hit each <laughs> other, and we're going to laugh if it does. No doubt about it. I don't it.
1: know. We may get in a fist fight if that happens. It's fine. Bring it on. Hickory's been there before, baby. <laughs> We've been there before. Hank. Hey, breaking news. Breaking news. I'm digging into – I'm just checking our little tw- Twitter account here, okay? And I've noticed that there are a couple questions asking – of Mr. Eimer to answer on today's fantasy formula. Now, this is exciting. We haven't had many of these questions yet this year. I guess because this is week one. So, <laughs> <laughs> week one. Groundbreaking. First, yes. First question. This is a pretty good one. John in Johannesburg asked, Stefan Diggs or... Emmanuel Sanders in week two. Now, we just talked about the matchup. Stefan Diggs going against a Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Emmanuel, Sa- Emmanuel Sanders for Denver. Who are they going up against? Give me a second. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas. Okay. So, a Stephon Diggs going at a Pittsburgh defense or Emmanuel Sanders going at a, at a Dallas defense? Who do you prefer in a one point PPR? I
0: think because it's week two and Stephon Diggs has success early and is coming off a big game, I'd start Diggs.
1: I like Steph Diggs. Now, I don't know if you know too much about Stephon Diggs' uh, past. He was the number one wide receiver coming out of high school. He went to Maryland, he was injured often. Didn't live up to the hype. Was drafted as a fifth-round guy. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He played like it last night, if you saw it. He got every ball that was thrown to him. Yeah, he was he unbelievable. Think I, conti- I like what you're saying. He will continue to do so against a Pittsburgh secondary that's a little weak. Next, Hank. One more question. Marshawn Lynch of the Oakland Raiders. Do we start him as a running back two this week? And we spoke about who he's playing against. They're going against the Jets. Yep. You could start him as running back one. You if start you want him to, as right? quarterback, yeah, <laughs> quarterback, <laughs> kicker, defense, whatever you, you want to start. start wherever him. you can start yes. him, but you
0: make sure that you start him. Absolutely. So absolutely, I think unless I mean nobody's that deep in running backs. If if you had two solid running backs, right. I'd definitely put him as flex.
1: No doubt about it. Marshawn Lynch has got to be in your starting lineup this week, guys. Um, and Hank, you have got to get a win this week. So have to. Let's work hard. Let's let's focus on the task in front of us for Thurs or Thursday night and sunday and monday let's get a win what other good stuff going on this weekend with you
0: it's the first time that i'm going to be home like and not have much to do you know i mean not 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 have much to do i mean of course you have the auto lawn and fun things like that yeah. i think i've got to get just some just some family time sure. around the house get some work done you know we now that the hurricane is by, us, i had a couple of trees fall
1: did you really
0: small nothing big and Ooh. they're just in my backyard but you know, probably have to cut those out, to drag them up. So, you know, nothing real serious, uh, although we do start flag football this weekend. Oh, right. So, you know, my advice, plan a foot, make a decision. Don't <laughs> sit there, go back and forth, right? Don't sit there
1: and juke eight times. <laughs> I could plan a foot and, and go. Oh, yes, I like that. Good strategy. Well, I'm glad everybody was safe in the hurricane. We didn't lose any trees. We did get a little water in our basement. Just I'm barely any, you right. know, just, just a little drop or two so we made it unscathed nice uh we'll look forward to seeing you at tennis on yep. monday and then back in the studio next tuesday and please remember sock factory thank you, thank uh, you. you're a kind sponsor whoever else would like to sponsor we love to have you but sock factory uh we're thinking about you y'all go out to the sock com, right and let's pick up william thomas's let's pick up tucker
0: <laughs> william tuckers
1: william tuckers and some compression yeah crazy compression, crazy compression and then the
0: fit sock and, and, and fit if socket. when you go to the william tucker i will add this the cool thing is is they have some cams and yeah. they have it the colors the panther colors which are really cool especially if you're going to a game
1: oh, great uh, call. they have
0: some russells which are the um, Russell, Wilson's, Russell Wilsons, and it's got the uh, Seattle colors. He's got some Roy's for Carolina. He's got he
1: got some NC State ones too. Yeah, I we don't
0: we don't worry about those. <laughs> I've got but a he's couple got, pair of those. He's got some really cool socks, and they're coming out um, with other designs. I will tell you about page one, third column from the right. He may have some hanks. Oh, just keep your eyes out. It's hard to get them because they're already <laughs> they're always sold out. Just to let you know, they're always sold he out. He tucked
1: them on the last page because he knows those are the ones nobody goes to. No one buys those. Just trying
0: <laughs> to get hey hey Michael, I get it. You want him to go through all the pages and see all of them before they get to the hanks. Good job.
1: All right, thank you, Hank. Thank you, Sock Factory. Thank you, Mesh TV. We'll look forward to seeing our fantasy football listeners next Tuesday. Peace.